1: to be back with you folks and as we cruise this morning we're on psalm number 59 stephanie as we go through and do our podcast songs in the night and uh talking about what we're going through and so what's going on with you
2: well doug you know i am sitting here in louisiana and um enjoyed a beautiful walk um yeah just it's it's
1: Walking every day, man—the only way. Well, Smoke see, us, I, drill sergeant. Smoke us. That's what
2: I, I don't get to walk every day, so I'm I'm enjoying enjoyed walking today and looking forward to walking more. I surprised myself; got in five miles. Yeah,
1: you did. Yeah. So
2: that made me happy, and um,
1: the refrigerator comes on every time it does. we start this. It yeah. does. It It's it's yeah.
2: got an issue going there.
1: The devil. I would the say devil there might be an hear this. Spirit. That's what it is. It's the
2: devil. <laughs> Oh, but anyways, but yeah, that's been a, that was a blessing to get to walk and.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. I I think that, uh, I think whenever you can get some fresh air down here at a beautiful Christian camp, like Southland and, um, I don't know. I think it's great. I'm glad to be Mm -hmm. here. I'm glad to be on Psalm number 59. There's a lot going on. There's, there's a lot of verses, but we think we're up to the task to do this in one shot. And, uh. Uh, you know, there's a lot going on with David Is a compulsive behavior, but isn't there something we do? Isn't there a moment or something we're supposed to do?
2: There is. There, you see, we have this Norkel, Norkel.
1: Norkel, see? (laughs) We can't talk. We don't know what we're doing. But anyway. That
2: was a combination of Norton and Knuckle. (laughs) So we have a Norton knuckleheaded moment coming up here. That's right. And this time it is Doug's turn. Uh,
1: It is To tell us
2: you might be a knucklehead if.
1: All right, so you might be a knucklehead if it's the first time you've listened to this podcast and you don't share it with anybody when you're done, or you haven't shared Wow, in other
2: words, if you keep the wisdom all to yourself. You
1: can't be or the, the smartest laughs. person in church. Or and the that, laughs,
2: because everybody you know needs a smile, and listening oh, to Doug will man, make they you need smile.
1: smile. We need a smile. Smile. There used to smile be a song about Smile a
2: while and give your face a rest. Point your head oh, man. to the one who knows the you best. You some
1: knucklehead once said it takes less muscles to smile than it does to frown. I don't know if that's true or I not. I think
2: that's scientific because I learned that in school, actually.
1: Yeah, but I learned things that aren't true. i got to be up front with you, man. <laughs> true. But, but it feels good to be able to say that.
2: But when you tell your kids that when they're having the poochie lip, it gives you the upper hand. Well, i got to
1: be up front with you. i, I got to come clear. i got to say something I did last week because the peeps deserve to know this and... and and we just let everything go out there. So, last week, so I shaved my beard. There was a lot of things that went on and involved that. There I was some
2: it. trauma. Yeah. There was counseling yeah. that had to take place.
1: Yeah. 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 All that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, when, when I was a teenager and stuff, Ah. Oh, I broke up with girlfriends that I miss less than a beard. I'm just being upfront with you, all right? Oh, so, that is
2: painful.
1: Yeah. Now, if you're one of them, I'm sorry. I don't mean it that way. I'm not talking about you. But anyway, here we here, here we are. And uh, they're just saying, yeah, you're lucky you left, you loser. But anyway, uh, Debbie stuck with me. But here's the good news. Can I tell you something? Uh, I shaved the beard, and I put a frown on my face purposely on the shaved one. You know, I looked as bad as I humanly could and put a bearded one out there of me smiling and said on Facebook, this is what I said, which one looks better? And would you believe it? Overwhelmingly, people chose the non-beard frown that I tried to compromise over the
2: smiley beard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. But I still may grow it back. I don't know. You know, I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. It's. I believe it may become, but anyway. So, you may be a knucklehead. The serious nature of this, you may be a knucklehead if, if you've ever hurt anybody and haven't apologized to them. I think that's the important one today.
2: Wow, that one's serious. God yeah. had some things to say about people like that.
1: Yeah. So make sure you get a hold of your peeps you've ever hurt or you've done wrong, and you know do something today. Make somebody that you're around, your family member, something. Love them a little more than you have recently. Do something. Bring flowers. I buy Debbie flowers every single week. Did I, I ever tell you that?
2: You have. That's pretty pretty amazing.
1: Every single week. Yeah. Yeah.
2: If I want flowers, I have to buy them.
1: It's, it's not a routine yet. We're at about 37 years of it, but it's not quite a routine, but we're heading in the right direction. Wow. And uh, But anyway, Stephanie's going to go ahead and re- listen. We love you guys, and we want to just say thank you. Thank you for being part of this podcast. Pray for us. Pray that God will provide. Uh, costs us about $150 a month for the podcast peeps and uh, another 50 or 60 for storage, work, blah, 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 blah. You got it. About 2400 bucks a year. Anyway, Stephanie.
2: Uh, I have a question for you regarding this. Is this yeah. labeled as an imprecatory psalm?
1: Because oh. it
2: sure sounds like it.
1: You know, my... He gave orders to kill his son-in-law. But I don't think he's praying for that. So, no, it's not. It's not one of the ones listed. Okay. All right. But it sure seems that way.
2: Okay. Just personal opinion. It sure sounds like one.
1: And we know what our precatory psalm is. It is?
2: It is where you're asking God to take somebody out.
1: Because they are no good. Just don't yep. ask people. To, don't ask God to take this guy out because he's going out with the girl you want to go out with or the guy. Girl going out with the guy. I mean. And a precatory prayer comes where there's righteous indignation, where there's people hurting people, where there's people hurting the kingdom of God. I mean you just step very lightly with this, folks. We shouldn't be doing a precatory prayer. No,
2: I think this is where you go, um, where you go to say, God vengeance is yours.
1: This is where you're all in. When you say in a precatory prayer, you're all in.
2: And I'm not saying God won't lead you to ever pray that way, but I think we're given the basis yeah. by the fact that God made these kinds of prayers inspired that he may you know god led david to pray this way um but i think if we come to the point where we think this is how we pray for people all the time there might be a little bit of pride in us that needs dealt with um but i do come away from these prayers encouraged courage that knowing what god thinks of workers of iniquity knowing what god thinks of these things wow. and um the fact that when i come to god say god so and so is doing such and such
1: that's real Would you
2: deal with them Deal with them. God will.
1: Recompense them.
2: God will. And that's not that you hate them, but there is a sense in which God's name, you know, Elijah don't prayed hate.
1: that don't no, hate. Don't God, be haters.
2: Yeah. Elijah asked God to stop the rain.
1: You could have righteous indignation, so there's a difference and mm-hmm. I I don't want to take away from Psalm fifty nine, but I think this is all part of it. But yes. there's a difference between hatred and righteous yes. indignation. Righteous yes. indignation is where somebody's Killing babies or doing something yep. adamantly against God's word. Yep. And uh,
2: they're defying and, God's law. And
1: hate is where you just don't like somebody. You don't like the way they look. You don't like the way they act. You don't like because that you're person's a going out with jerk. the guy you want to go out with, yeah. or if you're a guy, the girl you want to go. You know what I'm saying? This is this is something we, we we very lightly for God to lead us to something like this. Very lightly.
2: Oh, definitely.
1: So don't hate, but it's okay to have righteousness. I don't think
2: David hated. I don't think otherwise. They, God would have called him a man after His own heart. No, and
1: there's a difference between being mad and hatred, too. Mm-hmm. I find, you know, emotions are kind of hooked together. You know, love yep. and hate are real close to each other. Have you ever figured that out? They really I've
2: heard are. it said. Yeah. It doesn't honestly make much sense to me, but they're very close. I've to heard each it other. said.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I can I can say that uh, profoundly, and. Uh, yeah anyway we wasted enough time let's hop into <laughs> psalm number 59 it's a long one now are we sure we can pop that puppy out in one morning we're already nine minutes you know what stephanie I'm i'll read
2: make a, it and we can go from there
1: why don't uh, we do that that's you a can good always compromise. you can always yeah. pause it all right yeah
2: okay deliver me from mine enemies oh my god Defend me from them that rise up against me. Deliver me from the workers of iniquity, and save me from bloody men. For lo, they lie in wait for my soul. The mighty are gathered against me, not for my transgression, nor for my sin, O Lord. They run and prepare themselves, without my fault, awake to help me, and behold, Thou therefore, O Lord God of hosts, the God of Israel, Awake to visit all the heathen, be not merciful to any wicked transgressors, Selah. They return at evening, they make a noise like a dog, and go round about the city. Behold, they belch out with their mouth, swords are in their lips, for who say they doth hear? But thou, O Lord, shalt laugh at them, thou shalt have all the heathen in derision, because of his strength will I wait upon thee. For God is my defense. The God of my mercy shall prevent me. God shall let me see my desire upon mine enemies. Slay them not, lest my people forget. Scatter them by thy power, and bring them down, O Lord, our shield. For the sin of their mouth, and the words of their lips, let them even be taken in their pride, and for cursing and lying which they speak consume them in wrath consume them that they may not be and let them know that god ruleth in jacob unto the ends of the earth selah and at evening let them return and let them make a noise like a dog and go round about the city let them wander up and down for meat and grudge if they be not satisfied but i will sing of thy power Yea, I will sing aloud of thy mercy in the morning, for thou hast been my defense and refuge in the day of my trouble. Unto thee, O my strength, will I sing, for God is my defense and the God of my mercy.
1: Wow. And, and, and may I say that in this psalm, I really think as you read, there's two areas of this psalm. And, and uh, I think the first nine verses uh, really speak to God to deliver and being delivered i really do i think that's what he's talking about hey this is a guy who needs deliverance i mean there's people trying to kill him there's there's things going on uh it's bad and and then he's going to the judge god There, starting in verse 10 and going through 17. but as we look at this deliver me from thine enemies oh my god defend me from them that rise against me he's he's in a situation where uh i mean he's up against the wall You know when you say a prayer like this and you know the sad thing is we don't pray enough and i know i've said that before i agree uh but when you end up at a place where you know i've been there where you pulled off the road the phone call comes in whatever the case may be and immediately you're praying for delivery you're praying for deliverance you're uh god i need your help god we need to get through this and deliver me from the workers of inequity and save me from the bloody men and Save me from those people that are after my blood, that are no good, that are, uh... so folks, number four. So some people don't, so I put a chair in front of me and I keep on hitting the top of my sneakers and my toe. It's my, it's my, it's the Eiffel Tower toe, the middle toe and my toes aren't all the same length. My middle toe appears to me to be longer than the other toes. So Stephanie's losing it over here because I hit my toe. And, <laughs> Hitting my toe has nothing to do with the psalm other than God continually wakes me up in this process and I hit my toe. And, I honestly feel
3: uh, I really... toe not
1: why I keep doing that. But anyway, I don't want this to stop. I I I toe you not. But anyway, fellow, they lie in wait for my soul. The mighty are gathered against me, not for my transgressions, nor for my sin, O Lord. It's not for something I did, and don't we feel that way? And, and and David's really dealing with this, this is real, and you folks out there are really dealing with stuff like this, and you know, go to God. He's saying, this isn't for my transgression, I don't know why this guy is after me. They run and prepare themselves without my fault, awake to help me, and behold, thou therefore, O Lord God of hosts, the God of Israel, awake, to visit all the heathen, be not merciful to any wicked, transgressions, Selah. And he's saying, O Lord God of hosts, awake to visit. Uh, God, I need you here. I'm in a bad place. Deliver me. Once again, he's begging for deliverance. And, uh, what are times we need to be delivered from?
2: Well, wow, um, when I look at this psalm, wow, it's it's loaded. <laughs> and... Yeah. Verse 4 has been lived out. And um, I think I just said this to you in the last week or so. Why do people that you have never done anything to hate you? Yeah. And and, and there's no good answer to that. No, there isn't. And verse 5, David did something that... Um, I find myself doing more and more. And that is he called out to Jehovah Sabaoth. He says, Oh, Lord, God of hosts. Jehovah Sabaoth is the God of hosts.
1: Remember, Stephanie shows off once in a while and remembers oh, all God's names. Oh, I'm not names. trying to show off. No, I'm, it's all right. I'm, I'm not judging you. Yeah.
2: Um, But to cry out to God. You know, we picture God as just God sitting on his throne. Mm. But he is, he... When we say he's our defense, that means he's fighting for us. And he's he's calling we out to God to fight, fight for, for him.
1: He's sitting at the right hand of the Father day and night. He, you know, Christ is there for you in your darkest hour. Christ is there for you in your darkest moment. Christ is there for you. And uh, I think that, you know, what's that song that we wrote uh, uh, recently? The latest one, I wrote it as a worship in song. In the morning
2: there. when I see... that one you're the god of eternity
1: yeah we need the god of eternity to deliver us Mm -hmm. we need deliverance from this crazy life we need deliverance from uh the crazy things we go through and and uh we need deliverance from the hard times we need deliverance from sin but you know what we're forgetting we need deliverance from the day you know paul had to die daily of the sins coming into the day Paul had to get the day right coming out. I think our lives would be a lot better if we started the day right. The Bible begins with the words, in the beginning, God. And uh, I think, you know, as we look at. and I'm not stretching here, I think we need deliverance. I think he does. They return at the evening. So, I mean, literally, Saul's sending out spies. He gets to the point where the spies think they have a good lead on David. He wants to kill him. He's setting things up. All those things are going on. Literally, that's what's happening here. This is real. And uh, they make noise like a dog and go round about the city. They're checking on him, they're spying on him, they want to kill. Behold, they belch out with their mouth, their swords are in their lips. For who say thee doth hear, But thou, O Lord, shall laugh at them, thou shalt have all the heathing in derision in derision. And then it says, "Because of His strength will I wait upon thee for God is my defense. Who's your defense? You know, maybe that's the question for the day. Maybe that's the whole practical lesson today. Who's your defense? Is it your education? Is it your pastor? Is it your wife, husband, brother, sister, father, mother? Who's your defense?
2: Yeah, I think your defense is whoever you're trusting in. And um, I don't think until you're put in positions like David was here, you know, where he was, um, he was facing not knowing if Saul was gonna kill him or not. Yeah. You don't know until you're in situations like that what yeah. you're really trusting, and and God uses those times. Um, I know He has in my life to bring me to terms with who am I really trusting in. Exactly. Where's my strength really coming from? And it's not. I'm not saying it's wrong to not get strength from those around us. Where where God made us, you know, to lean on each other and to help each other but when the rubber meets the road, when you go to sleep at night, who are you resting in?
1: Yeah, and, and, and I think I think a lot of questions need to be asked out of those first nine verses. I think right away, and, and you know, we rely on our training. We rely on what we put in our minds. And you know, in the Army, one of the things, and I know I say in the Army every three podcasts, whether I like it or not, I say knucklehead <laughs> every podcast. But in the army, the idea is you go through this basic training and basic training shows you what the enemy looks like. Basic training shows you what to do if this happens. Basic training shows you what to do if this happens. Basic training tells you what to do if you're put in charge. Basic training puts you in a position where you know what's going on. Well, God does that through our communication with him. When we pray, we're talking to him. When we read the Bible, he's talking to us. When we put those two things together, God can do a marvelous work through us. When we say it's time when we make those things our watchword when we do those types of things and that's what we need brethren if we're going to do something if God's going to make a difference in our life if we're going to step out uh, we need this training in our life we got to be studying the word of God we got to be praying the word of God because one day we if you're not there already you're going to end up where David's at and it's not necessarily somebody sending spies out and someone coming out to kill you because they're looking to kill David here Saul wants to take him out But you know what, there's things going on in your life and can I tell you something, the devil wants to take you out. The devil wants to ruin your testimony today, folks. And I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. I'm saying this to be ready to go through the training that God can give you victory. There's a victory in God that's unbelievable. And how do we do that, Stephanie? So how do we wake up and find ourselves needing deliverance? How do we make sure we're ready for that moment?
2: Well, I think the same way that you, you know, you talk about preparing as a soldier, We're told in the New Testament, thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Praise God. And um, I think it was Paul went on to say, no man that warth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. And if you're not gonna be entangled with the affairs of this life, that means your focus, your energy is putting into being entangled, if I can put it this way, with things that are from above. Yeah, and where Philippians four eight is what what controls your thought process processes, where um, Matthew six um, and where we're told to lay up treasures in heaven controls your uh, motivation and your focus throughout each day. Yeah, um, you know where where not I but Christ from Galatians is your mindset so that as you go through the day it's about whether I eat or drink or whatsoever I do I'm doing all to the glory of God um, we're Romans 12 1 and 2 yeah is your focus where you're a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto God because that's the least you can do that's your reasonable service and I think that's what if you're not if you're not striving if you're not striving for that if your goal You'll only hit what you're striving for, what you're aiming at, and if you're not striving and aiming for being a good soldier of Jesus Christ, you'll never, you'll never accomplish it. And when you hit battleground, you will not be prepared if that, if those focuses have not been where you've been aiming.
1: And, and, and folks, I think the import, there's a, there's something really important here, and and I think this practical side and the really important thing is preparation. Yeah. And as Christians, and and they're doing preparation. I mean, here they are listening to the podcast, probably first thing in the morning, who knows when I listen to this podcast every day when I'm out walking and doing the things that I do. But I'm thinking to myself as we're going through this. And uh, as I'm listening to this, I'm coming back over and over again to preparation, preparation and uh, poor preparation leads to poor performance. Yeah and uh i i think if anything at all that we can do before we get to where david's at and i know and i don't think we're hermeneutically stretching this i think we're just adding to the reality of where we need to be in 2021 america of where we need to be in our families is where we hey listen sir ma'am listen to me we need to be prepared we need to serve worthy we need to be a good soldier and with that we only made it through verse nine and uh and i kind of had that feeling that we'd only make it through verse nine but here's the good news we're ready to come back and bite into this next portion and 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 look at the part where you know we get through the deliverance and we get to the part of the judgment and the things that god is doing but i just want to say this to you be prepared if you got any practical lesson at all today study the word of god be in the word love your families love your spouses love everybody love your pastors love your church do not forsake the assembling as so many do get the church and do the right mm-hmm. things and uh, hey listen so that's what it's all about so I want to go ahead so we actually uh, I wrote a song that was like 16 pages long I don't know Stephanie broke it down and here's the result of it serve worthy Christian soldiers there was more verses in that song that are in the book of third John I promise you that but uh, uh, <laughs> he's maybe, telling the truth and maybe second John too for all I know and <laughs> Philemon I mean I don't know but anyway, here we go. It's a song from Stephanie Wesko family. We had a great time writing this called Serve Worthy Christian Soldier. So be prepared so that you can serve worthy Christian soldier.
0: in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.